Welcome to the Mouse Moms Podcast, the Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Jennifer. Hello. Juliana. Hi. And Lori, that's me. This week, the Mouse Moms are back from our whirlwind trip to the West Coast where we spent a quick but packed three days in Disneyland. So we are going to start recapping our time there. First, we have to do the Mouska cocktail. We do have to do the Mouska cocktail. So we were able to get ourselves into um, the boardwalk area of the Lamplight Lounge in the middle of the afternoon. And we enjoyed the teaser. It's absolutely delicious. It's gin, hibiscus liqueur, lime, agave nectar, and tonic water. I was a little concerned. It's pink-ish, right? And I was a little concerned it would be very sweet, but it was not. It was insanely refreshing, although... Y'all know I think gin is refreshing anyway. So <laughs> it was really tasty. We actually ordered a second round. <laughs> it was delicious. Really good. It was I nice. tasted it. If I enjoyed gin, I think I would have liked the drink. <laughs> it it's was very hot. And we were sitting out in the in. sun. With, I would yeah, it would have been good with vodka too. It would have been definitely a gin forward drink. And since I like the flavor of gin, then it was good for me. It's it's not, but that's what I liked about it. I think so much was that it, it wasn't, it, it didn't reek of hibiscus and whatever other flavors were in there. It was just a nice, refreshing, bubbly drink. It was great. It almost tasted like grapefruit. Well, it had the tonic, which is a little bit of that bitterness mm, to it. It was so good. So it was good. I liked good. it. was good and refreshing for in the California sunshine. And the location is perfect. Yes. So let's start recapping our trip. Um, we This is going to be very food focused because that's who we are. <laughs> um, but we're going to kind of do a compare and contrast with Disney World, because we'd spend a lot of time talking about Disney World. And the first thing that we're going to talk about is the first thing that we did. We were able to catch the last day of the California Adventure, uh, of the Food and Wine Festival in California Adventure. Um, this one, it's different than the Food and Wine in Epcot, because they highlight all of the California cuisine, craft beer, California wineries. Um, and of course, it's a lot smaller than the one in Disney World because California Adventure is a lot smaller than Epcot. But um, we were able to try several food items and drinks. Um, unlike Epcot, there is a sip and savor pass that you can purchase that allows guests to try eight different food items or non-alcoholic drinks for a set price. We did not do that because we were getting alcoholic drinks. And, and we, we like to choose. I think with the sip and savor, it's only certain items at each yes. kiosk. And you know us, we're picky and we like we like to choose. And since it was our, the last day of the festival, we also were very picky and very um, specific with what we ordered. And we talked to all the cast members at each booth and said, what's your most popular? So we did, we were able to try the popular ones and the biggest difference that I noticed is that people don't eat on garbage cans in California. Yeah, what's up with that? We 
we felt very i was very confused because they ha- actually mind you they had more tables than i yes. feel like what epcot did so it was we could find a table but i did not feel as comfortable walking up to a trash can and just standing there no it's not a thing but i guess the californians are too distinguished for that i don't know but like overall like it's overall, too trashy uh, <laughs> overall impression though um it's in a smaller area however it felt roomier than a lot of places in epcot where the you know where the festival booths can be um lines were very very long though and i don't know if that was more that it was the last day 5 p.m on the last day yeah so granted it was a tuesday but it wasn't i I don't know i mean they moved fast it was nice so, but the food overall was okay. Did you yeah. have a standout thing? I, to be honest, I don't even remember what we ordered. It was so not outstanding. <laughs> I it was feel like good. I feel like they had different types of food. So they're supposed to focus on local ingredients and yes. stuff like yes. that is the idea. And so it was definitely different. I also feel like it was surprisingly less elevated than the food at the International Food and Wine Festival. Whereas that I, I prefer that it's a more multicultural experience and that they sort of elevate the 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 basics from each culture. So I don't know. It was good. It was everything I ate was delicious. I just um I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. I, we did have one drink that was the star. It was it was another hibiscus drink, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I it don't remember del- exactly what was in it, but it was. Really I don't remember good. either. But that that was good. But again, again, like usually, I come home from the Epcot festivals, and I'm it, I, I it's memorable. So There's like at I least have one a favorite, right? At least one or about. two things that I can say to people. Oh my god, you have to try this. I don't even remember. I know that there were avocado dishes. Didn't we have a mac and cheese? We had a Cuban slider. We had the poutine. I thought the poutine was good, except the potato bites were the tater tots. And those tater tots broke apart. They weren't cooked enough. The Cuban slider was okay. We did get the sake melon. That's the one. Yeah. It was so good. Was the one we liked because that one had the edible purple orchid on top. It was delicious. And um, that so in true Mouska Mom's fashion, our favorite thing was a drink. Excellent. <laughs> so what else, did, what else did we do that night? We oh, went no, to Trader we Sam's. A, we had a better drink that night, though. It was at the end. It was the one I got. It Ooh, was Sam's. No, there was a uh, bourbon oh, drink before there that. There was a bourbon drink. You're right. There was a bourbon drink. Um, where was it? I don't it? remember it what that was. the chicken one, one. By the way, their booth names were hysterical. What was the chicken one? It was like cluck something. I don't remember. Well, while she's looking for that, what what did we do between nothing? Nothing. We went directly from Trader from the Food and Wine Festival where we ate a little bit. I don't even think we did any attraction. Oh, we did Soarin' over California. That's right. So we talked about this in a previous podcast that we weren't sure when they switched over Soarin'. I think we also talked about this on the live. It turns out that they for the California food and wine, they do put so the they return it to Soren over California. And God, I, I don't want to sound like I don't love Disneyland because overall I love yes. Disneyland, but I prefer Soren around the world, which is why it's been changed. Soren over yeah. California was cool. If I had that D- Disneyland nostalgia, like like 
Disneyland people do. And I grew up with that. I would probably love it. It was so very eighties, like down to the resolution of the film. Like it fell, it was just it made really, me nauseous. It, it was made me really, nauseous because of the resolution of the film. And it doesn't it make really me nauseous. The beta. <laughs> yeah. It's just not. I think you have to be a big California fan too. Yeah. So like the entire ride is based off of traveling through different parts of California. And while it was cool, I was kind of like, can we go to Africa? Can we right. go to the Pine? Right. Can we less, like, right. less relatable for non-Californians? But I do think it's really cool that they do bring it back when they're trying to highlight the beauty of California during the California Food and Wine Festival. So that's and cool. I, yeah, and I'm glad we did it. And glad we did it. And we waited maybe 20 minutes without a lightning lane pass to go on it. So that was great. Yeah. Um, and then we went to Trader Sam's. Then we went to Trader Sam's. <laughs> okay. So again, what'd you think? It's very different. It's I, the overall vibe I think is exactly the same. They do the same kitschy, like some of the drinks have your special things where they squirt water at you and ring the bell and yell stuff. And the inside looks very much the same to Walt Disney World, but it's a lot smaller. Which Inside I didn't think could happen. is smaller, and Julianne and I disagreed with each other, but I think that the Polynesian one has the very tiny inside, and then they do actually have an outside, which people don't realize that that's actually part of Trader Sam's, because it's so disconnected between the inside and the outside. Um, in Disneyland, you can sit, like you guys went there the last day, and you sat outside. And I think you it was still very disconnected. Or inside, I just feel like it's bigger. So, like when you're walking down, you're like, "Oh my God, there's Trader Sam's." It looks cooler. The outside yeah. looks cooler than the outside at Disney World, but the outside is also part of the reservation system. Whereas Disney World, I believe, it's not. You can just walk mm -hmm. up for that one, right? Yeah. So, but sitting out there, still disconnected, did not feel as Very cool. Much. As the yeah, it's time. just. I feel like it's a whole, like Trader Sam's is a whole vibe at the hotel where I feel like it's like a small little section at the Polynesian that a lot of people don't know is there. Like, well, I think that it's like a speakeasy. That's part, of what I, that's part of what I love about it is that it's like hidden. Like a speakeasy, yeah. yeah absolutely. Both, it is. They're both so, super fun and awesome. They're both uh, fun. The, the bars were just shaped. It was different. It was definitely smaller. The bar was more prominent where it's skinnier at Walt Disney World. Juliana yes. still got trunk, which was the best part at Trader Sam's. Yeah, your chair shrunk. went down. You got shrunk. Oh, got shrunk. shrunk. I thought you said drunk. I was no. like, Lori. <laughs> well, you just called yourself out on that one. I said shrunk. Yes, Juliana's stool kept shrinking <laughs> like they do. still got drunk. It doesn't matter where we take her. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, the drinks were the same. The menu was the same. Yeah. Which was fun. Yeah, was it exactly? I don't remember. It, anyway, was. it was good, but we got to move on because we got two more days to get through. Yeah. So the other thing that we did was Goofy's Kitchen. So Goofy's Kitchen, think Chef Mickey's, but Goofy is the star at this one. Um, your reservation comes with a photo of Chef Goofy at the front of the restaurant, but also you get to meet characters like Minnie Mouse, Chip and Dale. They come around. It's a buffet. It was nothing special. It was very similar to Chef Mickey. It was cute. I'm super glad we did it. Um, I liked it better than Chef Mickey say. because it wasn't loud and in that big yes. atrium yeah. area. I, it feels like a like more of a Disney restaurant where they sort of put you in separate rooms. The food was 
okay. I think maybe the food at Chef Mickey might be a little bit better. But what I liked at, at this restaurant was that they had something for everyone. And then yes. the options were, ins- I mean, it was a huge spread. I was going to say, that's, I think, the biggest difference is Chef Mickey's has their staples in terms of what you're getting for your buffet. Um, and Goofy's Kitchen has so much more options. Mm-hmm. So there were things I like better at Chef Mickey's, but this one has 10 times more options for you. Yeah. And again, I don't know if it was because it was a random Wednesday in April, but it wasn't very crowded at all. We were able to get a reservation for 10 with no problem first thing in the morning before the park opened. And the characters spent a ton of time at our table. Which I love when they do that with a table full of adults because you yes. sort of are like, you know, because sometimes you you feel a little silly sometimes or you think they're going to ignore you and they didn't. They did the not. Were, they were fantastic. They were, it was among among my favorite of all time characters. I would say Chip loved us. Chip, Chip was loved great. Loved us. Goofy was so, I loved Goofy. There's a, you guys have to see the picture of me. We have to post it. I was like biggest kid face ever standing next yes. to Goofy. That was fantastic. Um, um, so then what did we do? So the next place that also, again, we have something in Walt Disney World to compare it to. We had dinner at Carthay Circle, which was very similar to, at least in terms of vibe, to Hollywood Brown Derby over in Hollywood Studios. Um, but the food wasn't as good. And, you know, I don't love Hollywood Brown Derby, but the food is much better there than it was in Carthay Circle. It's, yeah, I, the only thing I liked more about Carthay Circle is, one, it's two stories, and two, yes. the story behind it. Yes. Um, it actually had history behind it. It was there when Disneyland uh, or when California Park first opened. It's the also the story behind that Carthway Circle is based on the Carthway movie theater that Snow White first went on. They have a whole bunch of nostalgic items in there. And I, thought I think that that's was a awesome. big theme, like a common theme that we see through Disneyland, that yeah. even though we have things to compare it to in Walt Disney World, the one the, the venues in Disneyland are very nostalgic, even for people who didn't grow up going to Disneyland. We know about Disneyland. We know about Walt Disney. This is the OG. Walt Disney was actually in this place, unlike in Walt Disney World, that he never got to experience, unfortunately. So... I think you're right. The vibe um, across the the board. The whole park is a shrine. The whole park is a shrine to Walt Disney and and that era because that's how he wanted it. I mean, he was devoted to that era of time in small town America. And this this movie theater slash restaurant um, is no exception. It is probably the biggest piece next to his apartment, the biggest piece of, of, shrinery i don't even know what the right word shrinery. is wall um and i think that that's what you pay for like I, and i think the food was good the food wasn't bad it's I, just, their appetizers were probably the best the appetizers yes. were delicious but it's and just crazy expensive it's crazy, crazy expensive, expensive and the food is so it's kind of in my mind it's almost like when you pay for the experience of a character meal to meet cinderella or whatever you pay for the experience of being in this really cool nostalgic place because the food was just okay but the experience was fun the experience Agreed. was fun it was I, yeah i still like hollywood brown derby's food better And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. 
And then in terms of comparison, um, the, the big one that I was really excited to try was Lamplight Lounge because I've never been there before and I've heard great things. And up until this point, I wasn't really impressed with the food in Disneyland versus Walt Disney World. We were not able to get a reservation at Lamplight Lounge, which tells you something about its popularity. But cool little mask a tip, we were able to get walk-up reservations at the Lamplight Lounge Boardwalk, which has some of the same items that are on the regular menu, but it's located outside on the boardwalk, which I really enjoyed. We talked about our drink. Our Mouska cocktail was from there. It was really nice. It was kind of like a mix between the Nomad Lounge and nothing else that I have to compare to in Disney World. I was going to say, it's nothing else like Walt Disney World. One, if you get to sit inside, Lamplight Lounge has such a, as Julianne was saying, shrine to basically Pixar. That's essentially what it is inside. It's, you know, highlighting all things, the best Pixar, the bathrooms are Pixar themed, like everything's just really cool. Um, their regular menu, they have some great things. Their boardwalk menu still carried some of the better things um, over on there, which was great. Um, I just think it's an awesome restaurant for adults and kids together. Mm, yeah. With great views. Right. So, so Lori and I have both been lucky enough to eat at the restaurant. I got to sit outside in the the restaurant's outdoor section, which is right on the water. And I think Lori was upstairs Yeah, and around. Anyway, the views are great of the water um, and the menu is absolutely outstanding. And so Jen, she got to just do the boardwalk thing, which is like you said, similar to doing Nomad Lounge at Tiffin's, right? And the drinks were great. The, the food that we got was great, though the menu was extremely limited um, compared to the restaurant. And Jen had a fabulous time. I was a little disappointed and I'm not telling you that because it wasn't good. It was fabulous. I'm telling you that because that's how good the actual restaurant really is that like as good as the boardwalk was, the sitting in Lamplight Lounge is a thousand times better. Sorry, Jen, next time. Next uh, time you know we'll what? I don't feel like I missed out because yeah. I had such, so you don't even had, know. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't know. And I went, I, I went to use the bathroom. So I got to walk around the Lamplight Lounge. So I got to see really it great. at least. And our view from the boardwalk was amazing. It was so nice to sit on the comfy outdoor sofas in the mm-hmm. sun and watch Incredicoaster come back to life because it was down at the moment. Yeah. This but, will be on my must-do list for any um, Disneyland trip. Oh, but one one nice thing about Incredicoaster being down was that we didn't hear the screaming and the music quiet. and stuff from it, it nice. because that is a loud ride because there's I loud. I would say that was such a difference. We sat down when it was down. And I'm like, oh, it's really nice and peaceful here. And then the second it started going, Jack Jack's yelling, this is yelling. I'm like, no, all right, here we are. It's still fun, though, because you're in the middle of the boardwalk, and so it kind of contributes to the carnival atmosphere a little bit. But what did we do between breakfast and that snack? Just We just rode rides, right? We just, we rode rides and attractions. We did a lot of the things that we can't do in Disney World. We did a lot of things that we can do in Disney World, like Pirates of the Caribbean that's different in each attraction. We We also had breakfast the second day at Disneyland at the Tiki Place. Oh yeah. oh yeah, we're not there yet. We're still on day one. We gotta hurry. No, you're not. You're <laughs> no, not. We're, we're combining day, day one and day two. Okay. So, do we want to talk? Like, I just want to say overall, since we rode a lot of rides on, I'm calling the second day day one, like the first full park day. We rode a lot of attractions, and I feel like the overarching theme there was the, of the ones that are the same at both places. 
Disneyland's has, most of them have a really nice special twist. We really loved Autopia. Yes. But yeah. we don't yeah. like Tomorrowland Speedway. <laughs> we hate Tomorrowland Speedway. No, there's yeah. definite differences. Obviously, Splash Mountain was open. So loved that. I did ride Splash Mountain. That was awesome. I um, love Pirates it is, in it Disneyland. Is different. Yeah, it's there's differences there. Splash Mountain, we got soaked. And I had to listen to Juliana complain and Jen complain. Mostly Juliana complain. Because I was wearing jeans. Wet jeans are brutal. Brutal. <laughs> uh-huh um pirates was cool that was different haunted mansion haunted mansion was a bit different it still breaks down 1500 times when you ride the ride there and walt disney world um it's a small world is so much better in disneyland so much better. for me honestly like if you leave california adventure out of it disneyland park compared to magic kingdom in terms of attractions like obviously we're it's already clear i like the food at disney world better but i like the attractions yeah yes and they have a lot of the OG stuff. Like, again, I never grew up going to Disneyland, but I went to the Magic Kingdom all the time. I remember riding Mr. Toad's Wild Ride when I was young. I could, I was able to do that again in Disneyland. Same thing with 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Okay, now they call it the seas with me, whatever they call it. It's Nemo themed, but it's the same it's idea. So it brought me and back. It totally beats the Nemo ride at Epcot. Oh, 100%. Sorry, Logan. Logan's not listening. He's um, all right. So what else do we do? The other stuff that I was super excited about that I knew was going to be better than Walt Disney World is the churros. Again, I'm going back to food. There, there is nothing like a churro from California. They yes. are fight me because you won't win. No, I, I literally one. They're ten times better. And two, where you see Mickey pretzels and Mickey bars walking around Walt Disney World, there's a churro in every single person's mouth. I everybody can't really has a churro. It. And it's, it's for good reason. Um, the beignets, on the other hand, were yeah. awful. I think we got a bad batch. I don't think so, because I was looking at one of our agents who took a picture with one, and theirs looked the same as they ours. Were they were flat and chewy. It like they, it's like they had once been puffy, and then they gave us yesterday's. Like yeah, they, they really were bad. Sad. All right, so, so boo for the beignets, yay for the churros. What yes. else? Can we talk I, something other than food? Yes. Is that on our, I don't even know what day Juliana's calling it. One Whatever. of the days of we days. did Walt's Main Street tour, um, which is different than walking in Walt's footsteps. They changed it a bit. The Main Street tour basically gave us a tour of Main Street. We got to learn some information there from a tour guide and we got it private, which is awesome. Yeah, um, Because they didn't show up, which is awesome. Um, yay to those two people. Uh, then we were able to go into Walt's apartment and we spent like a half an hour, 45 minutes in Walt's apartment. And I just want to say, time. you all thought that Jen was going to be the emotional one. I didn't shed a tear. Who got lumps in their throats looking out the window with the lamp in it? Not Jen. I don't know what you're talking about. Moving on. <laughs> it, it was, was very very nostalgic yeah. goosebumps y'all goosebumps and i we all know i am not you're not the goosebumpy one i am i was it was really cool of it hearing the so stories cool. about his grandkids waking yeah. up and running out onto an empty main street i was like oh my god it's just i thought about my own kid i don't know it's just so cool it was it pretty was, cool it was highly really recommended cool. So you're able to walk in the apartment. You can't really touch a whole lot. There's very strict rules. 
Um, you're not allowed to take close. any pictures or videos, which is why we only had one. They come in and take the photograph and that was the photo we got. Um, but then the cool part is, is they give you a cookie and, you know, a beverage, obviously not alcoholic because you're in Disneyland. And we got to go sit on his patio, which I thought was the one of the coolest things to just sit up top there. We could hear Main Street to our left, Jungle Cruise to our right. And you basically um, have a cast member to yourself, like a one-on-one yeah. -on -one to just ask all the questions. Even if other people had shown up, which we were very lucky that our the other people on the tour didn't show up. So we literally got a private tour. But even if other people show up, they keep the, the group size really small. And we literally got to sit on the patio that Walt sat in on watching the parade. And it was just, it was very, it was very emotional, even though I didn't cry. And Juliana did. Um, but that I think was my most, <laughs> I think that was my most favorite part of our trip. Yeah. So that was, that was awesome. My most favorite part of our trip was watching Jen's face at the world of color dessert party show. <laughs> that was the last cool thing that we did. I think we can wrap it up with yes. that one. Yes. I need to post this picture on the podcast uh, Facebook page. I she showed my kid it the other day. She had never seen, I mean, oh my God, her face. She had never seen World of Color before. Lori and I both have. Lori's done the dessert party, as you know, and I got to watch it from Lamplight. And Jen I've never done a all, dessert so. party ever anywhere. Yeah, so me neither. Yeah. This is the one. I think this is definitely the one to do it for. So I thought our seats were fantastic. We sat down. Jen had no idea what to expect. And as soon as the show started, her little face, she was like, a, I swear I saw a four-year-old Jen. She was just in awe. It's such a, it's such a good show. And again, y'all know I don't get excited about this stuff. It was so good. And I, there are I no fireworks, which no. usually I'm like, if there are no fireworks, it's not worth it. Completely not necessary. It was so, it was so, I can't even describe it. I mean, the, the actual desserts and drinks were nothing special. It was amazing to have a seat and to be able to sit and know that we were going to be able to see the entire show without fighting with people in front of us. And the show was, I wasn't prepared for how awesome it was going to be. So good. It's the best. It's the best of all, in my opinion. Take it or leave it. Fight me. Best Walt Disney show, Walt Disney company show. I'm going to say of all time. It's that's true. I mean, that's how we felt about World of Color. We did. We were making fun of because it's called World of Color One. It does actually have a purpose to being called World of Color One. Um, it's not just because they're naming it and keep putting numbers after it. Um, it does go with the story. The dessert itself, it's not like a buffet like at Tomorrowland Terrace. You get a plate, which I actually like because you're not getting up and down, up and down, up and down. That. I liked it too. The plate was awesome. It had cheese and crackers and grapes and sweet stuff. And even yeah. Juliana liked a few things on there. I, no, did, I, ate. I did but not like the brie. Jen and I liked the brie. I loved the cookie with the raspberry filling and the chocolate on the outside. And I loved the macaron. And the, and the, so yeah, so they come, they bring you a, everyone gets a giant plate of dessert they're never going to eat. And then they just say like, you can get two drinks. Which ones do you want? And I got two cocktails. These fools got cocktail and water. And it was good. I got I, hot chocolate. 
Oh, hot oh I got hot chocolate because it was freezing. Hot yeah, chocolate. but also, um, number one, you don't have to get up and go to the buffet and get your own stuff. You have Love a server that. serving you and Love you can that. get as much as you wanted. They kept bringing us crackers for our sure. cheese because we kept asking. So I thought that was the best way we could have ever ended an awesome four three days, three busy days in Disneyland. It was amazing. Thank you. You didn't talk about the most important part. Of the dessert party? Nope. What? The that major day, the last day. <gasps> I'm oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm engaged. <laughs> so we were go ahead. You tell it, Jen. It's your story. Call me Mrs. DeMero. So right. we're she's gonna she's gonna gush. <laughs> we were walking through New Orleans Square, which is a cozy, tiny little area. We were killing time before our return time to Indiana Jones. And we were looking for Club 33 because we wanted to take a picture of it. And I was on my phone doing something. And all of a sudden, Lori and Julianne are in front of me. And I hear Lori going, Jen, Jen. And I look up and there's Josh DeMero going inside to Club 33. And the only thing I could think of to do was go, Josh! And she did. And what and did I did, do? that sweet, sweet man did not just turn around, wave and close the door. He literally looked back at the handler he was with, gave him the whole, give me a minute, and stepped back outside to talk to us. And what we did sure we did. do? What did nothing. we fools do? We said, no, we said nothing. nothing smart. We were just Nothing. like, uh, 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 we love you. Okay, nice. Literally, and the pictures that we have, we only thought to get a picture of me with him. And I was so busy whispering to him, I swear to God, I'm not crazy. I think creepy. I think you said creepy. creepy. I'm not creepy. I'm not creepy. <laughs> that my pictures look absolutely creepy. It's they terrible. Do. So we want to do over, Josh. I know you're listening because... We wanted to, yeah, we, there was no, hey, we're there with our agency. Hey, we do no. a podcast. It was hey, we're a gold earmarked agency. We're here with yeah. our agents selling your destination. Why it don't was, we have a drink hi. with you up there in Club 33? Hi, yeah. I promise you I'm not creepy. And was, I absolutely I'm not creepy. Was. And Juliana stating, you just made her, this is her dream. And he said, aim higher. Yeah, yeah. I go, you just made my friend's dreams come true. He goes, oh, honey, aim higher. Dream bigger. <laughs> dream bigger. No, he said, dream bigger. Yes, what a but... bunch of fools. Josh, we're not a bunch of fools. We're very smart women, very successful, very hardworking smart. women. Like that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the most disappointing is that we're time, really smart. Next time, Josh, next time we bump into you, we will and have there the will be a to make some sense. And we will have that drink with that you. A little creepy. I know that was a little creepy. We got to end it now because, I, yeah. All right. Yeah, kind of creepy. All, All right. right. Mouse get tip. One, don't act like a fool if you see Josh Samaro. Two, <laughs> Disneyland is a great new option to try to try to change things up. There we go. Consider switching up the coast and heading out to the West Coast for something different. Disneyland is completely different than Walt Disney World. Um, I do highly recommend that if you are a fan of Walt Disney World, that you make it out to Disneyland, regardless of if you're on the East Coast or anywhere else. Um, it really it's different. It's different and fantastic all at the same time. It really is the happiest place on earth. It really no is. Show. 
All right, Mouska friends, there you have it. Our recap of our Disneyland adventure. What do you think? What did we miss? Those of you who are Disneyland experts, what did we miss? Give us a reason to go back as if we need one. Check out our Facebook group, Mouska Moms Podcast, to leave us a post about it. And be sure to follow our show so you receive notifications when new content is released and you will never miss an episode. And please write us a review. We really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Here I see. See you real soon. Why? Why? Because we like you. And-